Yeah, they're all Dutch. Yeah. That's like who really founded New York. Mm. That's why New Amsterdam, baby. You know. Yeah, that's why I, like any fun silliness left in New York is because of them. <laughs> Can you imagine if like Italian Americans, like if it had stayed Dutch and they were just like, uh, "Hey, we're this, this thing of ours, okay? This we're fucking Italian." We've got well, they're we've like got this they're statue, m- but she doesn't have the wooden shoes. <laughs> the Statue of Liberty in blackface. <laughs> they're I like okay, so I don't agree with them doing blackface, no. but like. I, I like what they have going on. Mm. Like they're like they're closer to Americans than Brits are. Like mm. I feel like more there's more Dutch in our DNA than Anglo. Oh yeah, like, definitely. The Americans the aren't Dutch very are Anglo all about at all. That's a, a misconception deal. about no. Americans. I think mm. no. they're overwhelmingly German. Yeah, no. This is every American is like eighty percent German, mm. whether they admit it or not. Yeah. Even if you're not German, you're German. Like if you're Polish, you're just a Russian German. <laughs> you're irish it's just another fucking if you say you're irish in america mm. chances are you're like 80 percent german i just don't believe it like everyone's fucking a crowd everyone's a crowd here like it's fine um except and it. there used to be like crowd identity mm. and then we got into like one of the most pointless wars we've ever gotten into and we're like oh we hate them now and it's like what are you talking everyone here is that there's like 10 anglos and 50 billion crowds. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, the Anglos are all so doing we, good So we have to make shit. them assimilate. Um, and then yeah. everyone else is German. You've got, like, the Skull and Bones so, guys, and then the Germans. I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to dip out of uh, ethnography corner here. <laughs> <laughs> Phoebe I restraining well, like, I, I, can, I can say it. I'm all talking about, like, races that did the Holocaust to my race. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine it for feels, me to it say. It feels okay mm. for you to say it. Yeah. Yeah. I can, like, you know, I can say whatever I want about Polish people. <laughs> it's different. It's different for you guys. That's it's different it. for you guys. You guys, like. All right. So what? So, UK, okay, so what's UK my, so what's my, what's my position? Like, my grandmother was a German Jewish refugee. What can, can I, can I say it? If you live in England, unfortunately, no. Ah, that's uh, regrettable. About Polish people? No. Okay. Well, no, no. We are, we are weird about I, the Poles in I, England. I, I wasn't. I, no, yeah. I'm not weird about the Poles. Jesus. <laughs> no, I know you're not. I know you're not. I don't assume you are, but I'm just saying like, I'm saying like, I didn't, I didn't know that for the longest time. Mm. And like, I, I didn't know that it was like, it takes on a different tenor. Yeah. In America, you could just make Polish jokes because, you know, whatever. Mm. That's probably where we're, we're ending up. We're going to have a president and vice president who are twins. <laughs> the twins. That would be an interesting yeah. constitutional question. Can two twins be president? Like an Airbud type question. They did question. that. What? They basically did that in Poland. Oh, in Poland. I thought oh, you right. meant yeah. yeah. You've had the Trump yeah. twins, actually. There, there was two of them. People don't know it, but it was two guys. It was like, it was like um, the prestige. Trump, there were two guys being Donald. Trump does have the vibe of somebody who absorbed yeah. his twin. Yeah, actually, yeah, I could like, see him eating he, a twin. He, you know, he, yeah. yeah, you know, there's some people who like they have like a scar in the middle of their chest and like that. They're like, that's where my twin's ear was. Mm. That's the that's the Trump energy. Yeah, which we all miss. It's like fine. It's fine to absorb your twin. It's like you got to look out for number one at the end exactly. of the day. Exactly. That, that's I th- like I, I know, but well, I know, you I know, like a twin. I I I like dated a girl who was from like a set of twins, and it who was clear she was like the. I mean, maybe they should have. It's like one was the al- one was clearly the alpha twin. Yeah, there's always oh, okay. you know? there's, no, there's always yeah. an alpha twin. 
Yeah, so it's like you. The, the, it's an interesting. It's like a choice that the alpha twin made. Like either you absorb the twin, which in a way is kinder. Yeah. Or you keep them around just to like to dominate be the cup them. Twin. Yeah. Yeah, you have a slave. Mm. That's what it was like. Yeah. So really, it's much kinder to just incorporate them and then become a single stronger twin. Yeah. Wouldn't you rather have like you know two brains? Yeah. In one. Yeah. I mm. think that Instead would be of, like it's like ill. <laughs> If you like, if you've ever had an external hard drive, you're like, I don't know, it feels a bit slower. Which <laughs> <laughs> was, was in the PC tower. <laughs> Me and my. Excel I wish I just hard had drive. a really big PC. Yeah. You unplug your twin we'll brain, play. and then your brain, yeah. your actual brain's just like, what the fuck? What'd you do that for? Yeah, I actually I keep yeah. all the porn in my twin. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, that's my uh, that's my policy. <laughs> I don't know. Well, yeah, I was like, I don't know. I probably shouldn't like. I, I shouldn't they, offend the like, people of Twin, you know. Oh no, I don't care about that. Yeah. It's like they they know they're weird. Nine Eleven was actually a Twin. I was just I was wondering like, I'm like against like talking mm. too much about what my actual like life is. I yeah. think it's like you give too many things up, and then it's like you're just insane. Mm. Like that's that's what why YouTubers are so weird. Oh yeah, I had a funny story, but I was like, nah. <laughs> Okay. Well, I'm not going to do it. Fair enough. No funny stories on this show. No. Hello no. and welcome to Masters of Our Domain, a show which is allegedly about Seinfeld. Um, I'm Motherweb, but someone who's never seen Seinfeld, and I'm joined as ever by my co-host, Phoebe Roy. Hello. That is all she ever says. Uh, and as you may have heard, uh, we are joined this week by very special guest all the way from uh, New York City, the, the Big Apple baby. Uh, it's Felix Biederman. How you doing? Hey. How are you? Good. Uh, yeah. Not asking you about your personal life. That's that's what this show is going to be I'm, about. I I I I'll talk about what I've already like talked about. Yeah. I don't know. It's like that's that's for my fr- I that's for you know Green Tab on Instagram. Yeah. Oh, all yeah, the funny yeah. stories from my life. Close friends. There are some. There are some really funny ones that I want to tell, but it's like. Nah, everyone can't know that. Yeah. You get so many bad replies, and it's like, nah. Yeah, you can't hear about my childhood that much. <laughs> <sighs> you get those fucking drunk at three p.m. replies, and you're like, all right, you've lost your privileges to my life. Yeah, yeah. Just going on close friends, well, like that, like like that guy who uh, who um, messaged me to say that uh, I changed my uh, my walking route a few years ago. What? What? Yeah, <laughs> and I was just like. Oh boy, I'm gonna stop posting what I thought were uh, fairly unidentifiable uh, leafy pictures of the mm. of the walks I go on. <laughs> I'm gonna like, stop doing that. You're like, just being followed by like peeping Tom solid snake. He's like, got, like <laughs> yeah. he's fucking crawling through fuck? bushes following you. Oh yeah, no, it's uh, it's cool. Yeah, cool and fun. No, I don't know anything quite that wild. Actually told me a story that there was some friend of his wife's who they uh they lost a hard drive with all the pictures of their like young kid on it mm. and they were posting on twitter or instagram saying like oh this is so upsetting we've lost all these pictures of our kid and someone that they like vaguely knew dm'd them and was like oh don't worry i've been saving every photo of your child that you've ever posted yeah what's up dog yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what's what up man fuck? Just imagine DMing someone, like, like even if you'd been doing it, like let's allow that for a second. Imagine being like, I'm going to save the day here. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. you know Everyone, everyone's going to really like they're me gonna, after they're this They're going to thank me. I yeah. sound like the cool they're guy like, here. They're like, you know what? Sometimes pedophiles save the day. 
<laughs> no one talks. No one talks about those times. Yeah, exactly. Um, I actually keep. I actually keep all the pictures of other people's kids in my twin. So can't get me. That's right. I have like had a lot of things. Like someone I know. I'm not going to say who they are. Um, they went on a date with a guy, and the guy was like, "Yeah, I've actually jacked off to several pictures of me." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the person I know is Ooh. like, what do you, do you want my reaction to be to that? Do you know yeah. which pictures they were? <laughs> I hope they're the ones where I'm like, I've just woken up and all the fluid has settled in like one side of my face and I look like I ate a B. Oh yeah, nice. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. that's I think that's a good a good choice. That would be a man of taste. Yeah. If that was so, I think. Yeah. I mean, too, like, it's me when like, not when I'm at my best. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You don't you don't want to hear that someone's like jacking it to like your holiday pictures. You want like you want like really kind of like I'm making kind of goofy face with my friend like a friend a in front of the kind of is like I actually jack it to your personality. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's what I want to cool. hear. Yeah, exactly. I, de- I I jack it to your bits. I listen I to your do, podcast. I do not want to hear that. Under mm. any circumstances. No, do, do not jack <laughs> off to Phoebe. Uh, le- legally, you cannot jack off to Phoebe. It's not allowed. I will. I will sue yeah. you. Yeah, she will. She'll take you to court. And, uh, the, yeah, and I have, the British courts are extremely libel-hawkish. Look, I have jacking jurisdiction. If you jack off <laughs> to me, you've got to pay me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, I would have made so much money in 2015. Yeah. If you mm. could do that. What, what as in like, uh, from people jacking off? Yeah, if I could have taken taken him to court for that. Ah, oh, yeah, that, that was like the just peak in like twenty fifteen, twenty sixteen. Mm. Yeah, you think you're past it now? You've had it. They're not. They're not keen anymore. Yeah, kind of. Oh, that's a Maybe. shame. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for like my face like dry out as I age. Oh yeah, nice. oh, you know how like Roger Waters had kind of like a big face and then he got old and it was like, mm. oh nice, he kind of looks like Richard Gere now. Let's go, dude. Nice work, oh, Roger. Sweet. You're planning on a kind of like Silver Fox type thing. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, that'd be. I don't cool. want my 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 face to say it's not going to work if my face stays the same size for like in like thirty years. I won't like that. No, and I think it's unlikely. I don't think anyone's face stays the same size. I've never. I've no, never I will. Some people's get bigger. That's like yeah, you know what happens to Irish people. <laughs> <laughs> and by Irish, you mean German? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the Western like, German. Yeah. The Western German. Yeah. yeah. The Isle German. Yeah. The Tipperary Teuton. Um, as we like I mean, to call there really them. is like no difference. They're the same culture. <laughs> we're just keeping very silent here because we're, this is the other thing. Because we're English, a, we can't, we can't yeah, say exactly. this. Stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> most, we've, we've, we've just got to let you. We've just got to let you talk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, because this is the th- like because I'm seeing if I can like get banned for the UK for like that type of hate speech. Oh, getting banned from the UK is good. No, I think you wouldn't get banned from the UK. The UK, if anything, encourages hate speech. But I think it would be. Um, no, it's pretty easy to get banned from the UK. If you like it, they won't let Tyler, the creator, come in. Yeah. Oh yeah, but isn't he's banned for something weird though? It's so not you just for, like, got to release a record. Yeah. How's, yeah. how's how how are your rhymes? I'm just a fan. I'm just a listener. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so I'll have yeah. to find another way for you Didn't to get banned from the Snoop UK. Dogg quite recently because of some we? like you don't say we. No, I don't mean I didn't, me. I, didn't, I mean the I British, the British Snoop government. Dogg. You know, um, which obviously represents I've the British people. I have absolutely no idea. I think so. I think over some like really weird like weed related thing, uh, which I mean will shock you to hear about Snoop Dogg. Mm. But um, yeah, got he was showing up for a tour, got deported at Heathrow Airport. 
There you go. It's not really a funny story. It's just... No. <laughs> no. Um, so, we're talking about Seinfeld. <laughs> uh, season 3, episode 15, The Suicide, if you're watching along at home, uh, which we hope you are. Uh, it opens with a bit, um, which is Jerry... Yet again, yet another fucking, like, an anxiety that only Jerry Seinfeld could have. <laughs> He's going at the con- the thing that grinds everyone's gears, giving a urine sample... How I, I'm wondering if like Jerry Seinfeld has the sort of like Steven Crowder illness. He's like always at the doctor. I was wondering about that. I was wondering if mm. that was like a generational thing. Like if it's like yeah. because it's like I mean, I just like I, I just don't go to a GP. Mm. Like I don't really I don't really see the point. Mm. You know? If I die, it's I like, die. A, I'm not living near that hospital. Yeah. Well, you know, if you really break it down, most things in the hospital aren't that bad. Mm. Mm-hmm. The, only, the worst thing about the hospital is the size of the bed, but like they have a secret venue system where you can order a bigger bed. Oh, okay. You just have to know how to talk to them. You got to know but, the terminology. Um, yeah. So it's like if it gets really bad, you just go to the hospital and you get like the jello, the cup of ice, the Dilaudid, mm-hmm. and you're, you're fine. Yeah. But um, I was wondering if in the 90s people were taking urine samples more. Maybe. There are, I feel like medicine has gotten less invasive over the years because when I lived in Russia, like their medical care, I would say, is like kind of in terms of at least the stylistics is like 30 years behind. Mm. And like they're still doing stuff like you go for a basic STI test and they're like, OK, now we stick this metal rod down your penis. And you're like, maybe not. I don't think we, that's no, necessary. You, you just, that wasn't a doctor. That was just a guy <laughs> with a sounding fetish. <laughs> Damn, I should stop trying to get my STI checks at just like a Yuri's STI garage. Well, what they um, used to, what they yeah. used to do for STI checks, they don't do this anymore because mm. presumably they decided it ducking was ducking stool, crushing you with heavy rocks. Yeah, but when they're done yeah. with that, when they're done with the yeah. ducking stool, mm. uh, they used to ask you to list the countries that everyone that you've slept with. Uh, were from. Can you give us their phrenological characteristics? <laughs> what Lit- sort of like- brain pan are we dealing with here? And years ago, I went for an STI check, and the nurse said, um, "And the nurse said, have you, um, have you, uh, have you, have you had sex with anyone from uh, from a foreign country?" Mm. And I, without thinking, said, "Yes, Scotland." And she looked at me <laughs> like I was the largest dickhead on the planet. <laughs> she just doesn't understand how English you are. <laughs> So look, like God knows what they've got. Look, we colonized them, so um, his penis was deep fried. <laughs> I'm not sure. Is that a is that a, is that a thing? That's what I call a battered sausage. Um, yeah. Anyway, so Jerry's thing about urine yeah. samples is you don't know how much to give them. He's yeah. like, I want to do well on the urine this test. Is, this is the this is the thing. First of all, I have a lot of sympathy with that. I yeah. I want to do well on the urine test. Hmm. I think women I have are, excellent piss. I think women are asked for their piss more than men. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna go right ahead and say it. Yeah, in my experience, I'm usually asking more women for it. <laughs> if you were to do an analysis, I'm like if I'm asking for it from a friend. Yeah. You know, yeah, but I think what like well, the real thing is like Jerry's just like getting STI tests. Yeah. A lot because he's like no condom gang. Mm. And uh, Jerry Roy of Seinfeld. Like, yeah, I mean, like, you know, if you've got money, why not? Mm. But uh, he can do the thing Future does where he puts all his assets into a company that's like run by Elaine. Mm. And then if he gets sued for custody or for child support, it's like, oh, well, I technically only make like $25,000 a year and I make all the purchases through the company. I mm. don't do this. I've never had a paternity scare, but <laughs> this is a known technique. Mm. But uh, he didn't want to say like, oh, I'm getting STD tests. Mm. 
even though the show depicts him, you know, Jerry with like Wilt Chamberlain numbers. Yeah. Mm. The show went on for like 83 years and he fucks a new woman in every show, in every episode. Yeah. So. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's it's remarkable that Jerry Seinfeld wasn't ravaged by like syphilis and all kinds of other sort of nineteenth century uh, venereal diseases that people don't get anymore. You can still get syphilis. I know, but it's kind of it's not a it's not a thing that often happens. Yeah, believe me, I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to get syphilitic madness. I want to get that real Nietzsche shit. I want to write a seminal philosophical treatise and then like get naked in a fountain. Yeah, no one ever talks about like the good part of it. Yeah, you get you get syphilis, and then you don't Much have to like explain yourself files. ever again. Yeah, that is true. That's that's the dividend. That's yeah. the syphilis payoff that you, you can get. draw a bunch of beauty spots over, all over your face. Yeah, and get a powdered wig. Mm. Fun. Yeah, yeah, that could be good. You start taking fucking mercury. Is that what you have to take for syphilis? I mean, it's no, no, you shouldn't. Uh, they, that was what they thought cured right. syphilis, and actually, it just made you fucking madder. Because uh, that's what uh, mercury makes you fucking insane. Yeah. Mad as a hatter. Exactly. Because they use mercury to make hats. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, again, not exactly history a joke. Corner. But true. Yeah, history <laughs> corner. Um, then Jerry laughing, goes on to learning. yeah, trying to do really well on the hearing test. He's like, you want the guy to come out and be like, I think you may have something close to super hearing. I'm going to need you to go and meet the president. Um, Which president is he talking about here? I mean, I know it's not Trump, but I, I wish it had been Trump. I would love to see Trump meeting a kid <laughs> meet who has super hearing. a kid super with super hearing. hearing. This kid can hear anything, this kid. I'm talking very, very quietly. You can still hear it. Tremendous it's child. Like, well, it's like 91, 92. So this is what, yeah. George Bush Sr.? Yeah. Yeah, or maybe like very yeah. early Clinton. Yeah. I thought Clinton wasn't was, 93, no? 93, I guess 94? he was inaugurated in 93, probably, yeah. He was elected in 92, yeah. yeah. Everyone's always inaugurated uh, the January after the yeah. election. Mm. So this is like a kind of so this is interesting. Bush this is senior, like a kind I think, of, would be the least interested in a child with super hearing. This is like a Bush a Bush senior Clinton crossover year. Mm. So maybe that's what accounts for the decline in piss testing. Yeah, Clinton's your ideal president. If you're the kid with super hearing, he's going to get the fucking saxophone out. I wouldn't let my child yeah, with super hearing near a- Clinton. Mm. Yeah, you're going to be able to take a cool plane ride. Yeah, yeah exactly. what if he tries to? What if he tries to get my child's super hearing adrenochrome? <laughs> the, the 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 ear the oral adrenochrome. Yeah, yeah, that stuff's rich. Mm, maybe. Well, I mean, write in with your thoughts on that. Also, um, if you've got super hearing, if someone plays a saxophone near you, then you're going to blow out your eardrums. No, I don't think it's you hear stuff louder. I think you just hear stuff in more detail. You hear like in a fucking... In more detail? No, because... No, 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 no. Because if you hear if uh, you hear a piece of felt dropping on a floor, dropping on like a piece of carpet, is that what he says? Something like, like a, that. A, like, a, like a bouncy ball, like dropping on a piece of felt. Yeah. A cotton ball dropping on a piece of felt. Fucking hell. Um, yeah. Like your hearing would have to be really, really fine-tuned. So hmm. anything which is like a normal sound or loud is going to sound even louder. You could have like a wide range of hearing. You don't necessarily hear That's everything. That's not what super. super hearing is. I don't know. I don't sure. What, I don't know sure. I don't know why you have such a clear idea of what super hearing is. If you hear a saxophone, you've got super about. hearing. That is going to hurt. Yeah, which is why people with super hearing hate jazz. Um, yeah, because they to because they can hear. I'm not. I'm not racist. <laughs> I just. I just. I have just super have super hearing. hearing. It's nothing. I have nothing against it as an art form. It's just too loud for me. Turn it down. Well, a bit. do dogs do do dogs hate jazz? Yes. Dogs have super hearing. Dogs hate jazz, but that's because, but that's not because of their super hearing. That's because uh, dogs have no appreciation of uh, complex and experimental art. 
<laughs> dogs are all just into like Bruce Springsteen. Like you take you take a you could take a dog to see like Paul Clay or something, and they're just like, "What's that? That doesn't even look like a flower." Mm. Yeah, they just tilt their head like an asshole. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, they're fucking jerks. They just want to be out grilling. Yeah, they want to just be fed a slice of bread or something. You know? Can dogs eat bread? Apparently. Why? No, I mean you like they can eat it, but you really shouldn't give it to them. <laughs> Grain is not good for them. Interesting. They were like. Have not evolved to process grain that well. My sister used to give her bread, her, her dog slices of bread as treats all the time. But then again, all my sister's dogs have died extremely young. Oh yes. no! I, I mean, they love they love bread. Bread's great. Like everyone loves bread, but like they yeah. shouldn't have it. Like mm. maybe if they've done something like really, really extraordinary, they can get a little bread. Mm. But like generally, yeah. Gr- Gotta keep grain away from yeah. them. If, if they've like sat yeah. patiently through like a whole rendition of Blue Train and they get yeah. a piece of bread. Yeah. yeah. If they've saved someone from the towers, you know. What the dog? Yeah. You know, if it was a heroic dog, it can so get a slice of bread. It's not just a good boy, it's like a really, really good like boy. A really, like a heroic boy. A like heroic it would get a CrossFit boy. workout named after it, like that quality of dog. I, I used to like belong to this gym where uh, there's like this uh, veteran there. Mm. And he would take his fucking dog that he needs to, like, not scare his wife uh-huh. there. Which is, like, you know, your wife and kids aren't here. You know, if the gym is reminding you of when you were regarding, like, opium farmers, like, maybe you shouldn't come here. Maybe you should get a home gym. And he would just throw his fucking tennis ball around and, like, play fetch with the dog while people were doing, like, Olympic lifts. And it's, like, someone's going to kill your dog by accident, dumbass. Yeah. Yeah. Did someone kill his dog by accident? I hated that accident? guy so much. <laughs> I like, no, I hope that guy, like, I hope he had a bad 4th of July. Yeah, yeah, so do I. That's the worst thing that can happen to a person. Yeah, sounds like a it. Well, veteran. Oh, yeah, oh, that is true, yeah. I hope he flew cross-country and no one gave up their first-class seat for him. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's good, actually. That, that's, like being, that's like being a British veteran, where just no one gives a fuck. Yeah. Um, people are so disinterested in, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Unless you're fancy. We like fancy, like, ex-officer guys, but that's it. Not that much, though. Even then. Yeah, not really. No. It's just not cool here. It's not what people are into. I mean, I'm, like, I'm ambivalent on veterans. Like, Mm. I've met some cool ones. I've met some not cool ones. But it's, like, you know, your rights as a veteran end where my rights begin. Mm. If you got to take your dog to the gym, fuck off, pal. I didn't make you sign up. (laughs) I like the idea that that's one of the perks of joining the U.S. military is, like, you get to take your dog to the gym. I mean, it kind of is. It's like, yeah, no, you, <laughs> you like fucked up your brain forever by like going to this war that we were never going to win. Mm. Here, you can like, you could take your fucking dog to Le Pan Quotidian forever. Yeah. You'd mm. have like a border collie. You get a discount like, and, your, and a CrossFit yeah. workout's going to get named after your dog. How's that? Yeah. Will yeah. that do? You can feed your dog a pan au chocolat in Le Pan Quotidien. You shouldn't feed yeah. a dog a pan au chocolat. That'll kill it. Yeah, but you can because you were in the army. Like normal people can't do that, but you can. My aunt used to invigilate exams, and okay. um, one of the and one of the does ki- that come with any privileges? Well, you'd think. Um, mm. And one of the kids in one of the exams that she was invigilating yeah. uh, had such a serious anxiety disorder that apparently, apparently, there were all there were all kinds of like. Mm. Um, of dispensations that had to be made for kids with various right. t- different types of anxiety <gasps> disorder. But this particular kid's anxiety disorder was he could not cope unless he could see his dog. Um, right. So, but they couldn't like unless have- Unless he could see it. So you can yeah. like Skype the dog in. Well, 
right. what they decided to do uh, because they decided because they they went back and forth about whether or not he was allowed to have the dog with him in the exam mm-hmm. hall like my, my aunt was just yeah. like what happens when the dog dies how's this kid gonna cope and they were just like no no yeah. no it doesn't matter it doesn't matter it doesn't work don't don't that's think about that. Problem. That's not that's our problem. That's going to be after this exam Our season. problem is how we're going to get him through this exam right. while he still maintains contact with his dog. And she said, "Was he? did he have the dog at school the whole time? And they're like, we don't know. We don't know. That's not the point. Um, and they th- talked about having the dog in the exam hall. They decided it would be too distracting for the other kids. And like, what if the dog started barking? So instead, what they ended up doing was they made sure that he had a seat next to the window and they had the dog outside the window. And so like whenever he like looked up, he could just like see the dog just like looking in through the window at him, just like going, hello. Yeah. And I, I hope that guy, be- I hope that guy like becomes like a surgeon. Yeah, I hope he's like a <laughs> like really successful like high intensity like, yeah, job. I, I cannot, I cannot deal with this. Do not show me, do not show me your brainstem yeah. until I can see my dog. My emotional support. They, they should like, they should fast track him into the army because it's like, well, you already have the disease where you need to be around your dog. <laughs> yeah. Or else you scare people. Yeah, he's got nothing to lose. Yeah. Yeah. What is it going to get worse? Yeah. If he gets PTSD, he won't, he'll like need to not be around the dog. Yeah, it might cancel it out. He might get PTSD and just become a normal guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That could be fun. Yeah, that's how it works. Yeah. You can neutralize PTSD if you're enough of yeah. a weirdo as a kid. You just have to kid. go and fight an unwinnable war in the desert. Yeah, with a dog. Yeah. I've actually I've read a study by psychological experts determining that trauma is like, a, it's like an urban myth. Oh. No one really has it. Yeah. It's like that in the Chupacabra. Yeah. What's the chupacabra? Is that the goat sucker? It's the, like the Mexican fantastical creature. It's Mexican, right? Yeah, yeah. He's like a, yeah. He's like a cool, like ratty little guy. Aww. Yeah. He's a little, he's a little devil. Aww. I think chupacabra's cute. That sounds cute. Mm. I like yeah. that little devil guy. Yeah. It's like, it's like Chucky, a monster you could easily defeat. You know what? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> We're not doing this again because fuck Chucky. Yeah. He's a little shithead. Yeah. Um, little shithead too, doll. Too small to be threatening. I'll ch- I'll, I will, I will um, chuck him in the recycling. I'll yeah. get him collected by the council. Good. Uh, so we cut to Jerry's apartment. Uh, Jerry and Elaine are discussing uh, whether they would name a child Rasputin. Um, that's going to come up later. That's Chekhov's Rasputin right there. Um, Chekhov's I, monk. Yeah, I personally... It's a shame that he's not a nun because... Wasn't Rasputin a priest? Wasn't he an he orthodox was a, priest? He was a monk, wasn't he? I thought he was a priest. Felix, you got to weigh in? I don't really know. I mean, like, religion in Russia is different. Like, they, it's like RPG mm. classes. <laughs> like, you can be, like, a hybrid. You can be, like, a priest monk or, like, a knight can you, fucking can you also be a an knight ogre? deacon. Yeah. Maybe an ogre of the Russian Orthodox Church? That's every Russian yeah, yeah, who yeah. isn't a priest. Yeah, like, every, every, every Russian relationship, I think we've talked about this before, yeah. is, is between, like, a smoking hot woman and a guy who looks like Shrek. That is like basically the yeah. the dynamic. Yeah, my ideal. As and then we slowly, keep as they age, the dynamic reverses. Mm. Yeah, the only like two things. There are three things you can do like as a Russian man. Mm. One of them is that you're like a biochemist who writes novels. Yeah. The other is like priest monk hybrid, mm. and then the third is like the most common thing, which is just like. You'd like get into forklift accidents. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like you like you do you drive an ATV to like mm-hmm. cut a crude swastika into a cornfield. Yeah, that's slightly more Ukrainian actually. I think that yeah, particular that's more energy. Ukrainian. But um, yeah, Russians would definitely be like, I run a, a shop that fits counterfeit tires. 
onto Mercedes and also in my spare time I do amateur bungee jumping from roof of my apartment building. Uh, that's uh, that's the kind of powerful What's shit that's up professional bungee jumping? I think professional. You have sponsors. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. yeah, you're sponsored by one of those apps for people with depression. Okay. Yeah. You're like a brand partnership yeah. for your bungee jumps. Yeah. You're sponsored by. Mindfulness has really helped me bungee jump, and that's why I mm. use like the mind place. That is kind of Russian mindfulness. Yeah. I like the idea of just like if you're a Russian bungee, you'd probably be sponsored by like a brand of salami or something. <laughs> Or like a kind of like a bad cheese, something like that. Or like a, a cheap vodka. Bad cheese. Oh man, it's all bad cheese. I can imagine. I once. Well, they like they like food that's like they like making like the wrong type of food sweet. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, hey, do you want some fish that has like a honey glaze? Mm. No, no, I, I don't. <laughs> no, that want sounds that. horrible. I don't, want, I don't want fucking sardines with cinnamon on it or whatever the fuck you guys are doing. <laughs> There's nothing. Some Russian food's good, but mm. it's like. Yeah. Man, you guys made the wrong stuff sweet. There's nothing they won't put mayonnaise on. Oh. They they love mayonnaise and it's it, you know, it ultimately that's what they'll be judged for yeah, on judgment like, yeah. day. Yeah, I mean mayonnaise is like pretty good. It gets a bad rap, but like it doesn't go on everything. No. I don't I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like mayonnaise. There's a Russian salad called Mayonnaise is the devil's semen. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I'm not even gonna finish that anything. <laughs> not after that. I can't top that. Um uh, Elaine is fasting because she has to fast for three days to take an, an ulcer test, which I wasn't even aware was a thing. Mm. A test. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for like stomach ulcers. No, not I, for like I realize. Not for a ma- no, I realize that. I just Stick re- some Bongella on it, be on your way. Yeah. Yeah, that is something that was a, that was like a little time marker mm. because it's like I've I've had ulcers a few times mm. and it's like you don't need to do that anymore. You don't need to starve for three days. Yeah. They can just tell it you. It would suck to get ulcers in 1993, though. Yeah. Imagine having an ulcer during Bill Clinton's inauguration. You wouldn't even enjoy mm. the saxophone. No. Too busy nursing your stomach ulcer. Yeah. You're super hearing. You're picking up that saxophone for all the way from you New York. You can hear your ulcer. Yeah. Going. Eh. Is that the noise they make? Well, if you've got like super a hearing, yes. Horse. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like a revolted horse. Yeah. Um. No, it's more like a kind of something kind of going. <laughs> kind of, you know, pulsating around. In there, mm. I don't know. I've never had a stomach ulcer. I'm not 100 percent sure what they are, as as is presumably apparent. I mean, honestly, it's just like a fancy word for like a really bad stomach ache. Oh. Huh. I'm sure there's like a more scientific explanation. That's really what they are. Are they like? Mm. Are they like a kind of tangible thing? Are they like a cyst? Oh yeah, yeah. No, it's like a it's a definite like thing. Yeah, yeah. It, like medically, but it's like for how it feels, it just feels like a really bad stomach ache. Mm. I wouldn't like to get one of those. This has been medical corner. Um, so, what do you do if you have an ulcer now? It, do you, so you don't have to. You no. don't have to fast. You just leave it. Well, I mean, like everyone's do. Like people get ulcers for different reasons. You can get them from like stress. You can get them from you uh, just have like a bad, like you just have like a bad gastro reaction to something mm. that you eat. You have like an allergy. You're not sure of. There are like a billion reasons, mm. but like I'm sure for like some, you're supposed to fast, but. Mm. Well, because if you have like ulcerative colitis, because that's presumably like where you have like loads and loads of ulcers, like mm. all along your digestive system, like that's like a serious like autoimmune disorder, right? I, I don't know. You're you're really asking the wrong person here, Phoebes. Doctor, well, I've been a, I've been a, I've been a medical doctor for fifteen years. Okay. You're asking the right person. Okay. Yeah, ulcerative colitis is always brought on by lack of mindfulness and negative yeah. thinking. Yeah. 
By not eating enough soup. That's what the Russians would tell you. Yeah. So if you go on a bad bungee jump, you end yeah. up with ulcerative colitis. The experience of living in Russia is just the most unhealthy looking people you've ever met in your life. Being like, you need to eat more soup or you will get unhealthy. And you're like, no, you eat soup all the time and you look like you should be dead. I'm going to not eat the hey, soup. Hey, they're still ticking though. Yeah, they are, to be fair. They're sort of like- If you think about what their lives are, it's like they're actually very healthy. It's like how the guy who's the most afraid but goes over the top in the trench is the bravest guy. Mm. If you live their lifestyle and you're like alive past 45, you're the most healthy guy ever. Yeah, that is It's true. easy to live to 100 if all you do is eat fish and rice. Yeah. Yeah. But like you, you live their lifestyle. You're yeah. fucked. That's, yeah, you've got to be powerful. If you're like pounding like you're fucking four man. beers a day plus all the vodka and shit, you're drunk driving, you're smoking like a 20 pack of parliaments a day. Yeah, you've got to be pretty healthy to get through well, that. Well, drunk driving is self-care. Yeah, that is true. For them, it certainly is. Drunk driving is mindfulness. It's the best way to get to where you need to go. <laughs> you need to be kind of loose to be on the highway. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds right. And it's socialist too, because you're not expecting someone else to drive you somewhere. You're doing it yourself, no matter what state you're in. Sure, you're a self starter. You're like, I may be drunk, but I'm not going to let that stop me from driving. Is that being a socialist? I think so. I think that's what it is. What? From my from from yeah. uh, my imperfect understanding. Right. We then we then get this whole thing where Jerry's taking the garbage out, and he bumps into George in the corridor, and he's trying to pay George to take it out. He offers George fifty cents. And George is like, I'm not touching that for less than $2. Um, this is not a Chekhov's garbage debate. The garbage doesn't come up again. This is just... No, yeah, this is, this is just like a like, set-up sight gag yeah. for a yeah. pretty good sight yeah, gag. Yeah, it's a good sight gag. Yeah, it's a fun sight gag. Um, a sight lag. Sight lag, yeah. And then George starts talking about, is this holiday he's going to take to the Cayman Islands? Um, and Jerry's like, what do you need a break for from getting up at 11? I was like, okay, Jerry, you know, some of us... Be careful who you offend. Some of us are going to be reviewing this for a podcast, okay? What, the power, I do the need a holiday. The powerful podcaster. Yeah, that's right. The powerful yeah. podcast lobby. We can lobby. take down Seinfeld. If you, really were, if you really were a member of a powerful lobby, what would you, what would you do with it? I don't know. What would you disseminate? Disseminate? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I don't know. Just make, um, just start like a really weird rumor. Like, make everyone believe exactly what they believe about vaccines, but about, like, cheese or something, you know? Like, they're going to control your mind. Okay. Like, what they think about 5G, but about, like, Peter Andre. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Chinese government are putting Peter Andre in your neighborhood to spy on you. Should you maybe choose someone a little bit more current? No. No. <laughs> no. Peter, Peter Andre, Andre is. I think, yeah. Felix, are you familiar with Peter Andre? No, I'm no, not. He's no, a why would Greek you be? Australian pop star, which is already hate, three of my least favorite <laughs> he, things. He, sorry, <laughs> already sorry, hate he him. Was a Greek Australian <laughs> pop star. He no longer is. He hasn't been yeah. for about twenty years. Now he's like a British reality TV personality. He's like, yeah. I'm just trying to take care of my kids. Um, he was married to uh, a British Page Three model. Um. Are you familiar with like the page three thing? Like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah. You like the first uh, the headline is like you know. Muslim ambulance driver like kills guy. Yeah, he, just, he had to stop to pray. Mm. Uh, and then you open up to page three, and there's some nipples. Yeah, pretty good. I mean, not the first page. There was, I'm a, against there was that, a period. Like, there the, was a period of time when they uh, used to mm. editorialize the page three models. So they would have like a picture of using a briefs. 
Yeah, they'd have yeah. a picture of a, a lovely. You know, it's like Lucy Pender or yeah, whatever. Yeah, lo- 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 lovely girl. And with they'd a, be like Lucy says. <laughs> Lucy says that the uh, uh, EU would... agriculture and fisheries policy is, uh, in fact, very um, inimical to uh, British farmers. And it would be like the most intelligent thing in the entire newspaper. Yeah. And they thought they were owning the page three girl by being like, as if a woman could think of something that smart. And it's no, like, but it's they, the smartest thing in the paper. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Your so, actual so, editorial is way less smart than so that. So the Chinese government is putting Peter Andre in your neighbourhood. Yeah, that's right. To okay. spy on you. Um, I'm glad we've cleared that up. Um, and so then, uh, then Jerry flirts with a milf. That's exciting. This was. All right. I'm going to say another yeah. thing that sounds like mm-hmm. it's going to be weird, but it's really oh, not. Go ahead. Uh, and it's go one off. of these things that people are going to say I'm weird for saying now, mm-hmm. but in two years we'll say the exact same thing. It was interesting to see, uh, like on TV, when you watch Seinfeld or anything from this era, mm-hmm. um, it's before like every they made every like woman and like kind of man on TV mm-hmm. have like 2018 face, where just the moment you turn 24, they shoot you full of fucking fillers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyone, any anyone who like makes more than 120 thousand dollars a year in entertainment has the same face now. Mm-hmm. They're just fucking yeah it's what it's what it's what, my, it's what my mom calls the bum face mm. because she yeah. said because she says that, she says that these young women now all have these like kind of swollen shiny faces and they all look like butts mm. yeah like Chrissy there's Teigen no look. like the, the, yeah there's no like interesting character yeah. to faces mm. anymore like sometimes it's like yeah no it's interesting if someone has like lines under their eyes or what but it's like none of that anymore and it's like cool watching Seinfeld because it's before that mm. And it's like, yeah, Jerry's just fucking, he's fucking a MILF. Yeah. Yeah. Regular MILF who doesn't have 2018 face. Yeah. Because it's 1992. And we're extremely pro MILF on this show. This has been a a long running thing. Um, And and the whole, now this was a bit, I slightly missed and I was trying to get the the video to go back and it Mm. wouldn't. Like, this is where the whole thing with the coffee cake is set up. Right. Yeah. Because him and George are having this conversation about the coffee cake and then he gets like the MILF to weigh in about the coffee cake. Yeah. I'm not quite sure how the coffee cake came up. Okay, the coffee cake comes up because uh, when George and Jerry are haggling over mm. how much it's going to cost to oh shit, um, how much it's going to cost uh, Jerry to get George to take his garbage out, mm. he says, "Come on, you can buy yourself a Drake's coffee cake." And then there's a bit of to, uh, back and back and forth about whether mm-hmm. um, this is the junior or the full size, and you, can you oh, get the a- idea of a junior coffee cake? Like when you've not graduated to the full well, it's size, like a mini Mars bar. I know, but calling it junior Hold specifically. Hold a mini Mars bar in your head and then just it in map, your mind, and then yeah. just map. I'm in the mind palace. On. I'm thinking Go about in the a mini mind Mars palace. bar. Imagine the mini Mars bar. Yeah, and sure. then just map that onto a cake. I don't know what a Drake's coffee cake is. I got to tell you. Yeah, but the is this, is this a real thing? The, the Drake's coffee cake? Or- yeah, it's like how the how Dra- Audrey Drake Graham got his start. Oh, okay. No. I don't know uh, who that is. It is a real thing. <laughs> the rapper Drake did not invent it. The rapper Drake was like six. Was, yeah. Was he Fonty, named, yeah. was he the named after episode. the coffee cake? I mean, maybe. His mom's Jewish. Yeah. So like maybe. Mm. And as a people, we do love a coffee cake. We can say that. Is that well, a stereotype yeah. about the Jews? No, no I was going to say. <laughs> it's the main stereotype. Gonna... It's like why all the bad stuff in history happened. Yeah. They're like, someone's eating all the coffee cake. Yeah. The Jewish lobby controls all the coffee cake. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. Soros is fucking hoarding coffee cake. Does it, t- does it taste of coffee or do you have it with coffee? 
you have it with I, coffee. Right, it's like a nice, right, right, like right. sweet, like very dense, buttery cake, ideally. Mm. And you have it with a nice cup of coffee, and it's a good start to your a day. Sponge cake, but it's a treat. Mm. Yeah, but it's like it's like um, like a madeleine, maybe sort of thing. No, it doesn't sound like a madeleine. No, it, madeleine mm. is stiffer. Very, very different texture than a madeleine. Mm. It's like the cake is much denser mm. and like kind of creamier, ideally. Okay. And on top are these like crunchy little crumbles. Mm. Oh, okay. Okay. And like sugar, powdered sugar, and like sometimes cinnamon, sometimes other stuff. Sometimes a bit of dried pretty fish with the honey glaze, you know, something like that. Yeah, and that yeah. does sound pretty good. I can see why they're keen on this. Okay, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm sold on the on the coffee cake. Um, and uh, this conversation with the MILF ends, and then uh, they, they leave the garbage behind, they forget about it. And then the side gag is that Kramer comes out of his apartment and just takes the garbage. Yeah. Yeah. This was a good, like, it was nice to see a joke that was set up over the course, set up and execute over, over the course of four minutes. Mm. Because everything is like kind of family guy now. Mm. Like it needs to have like 50 jokes every two minutes. Mm. Yeah. Or people like everything is sort of made for a funniest moments compilation. Yeah. Mm. And it's good to have like, like this is as much as people make fun of like Seinfeld or whatever. It is like a very like tightly written show, like incredibly well mm. done, more so than like really any show that's on TV now. And it's really nice to see that it's like, oh yeah, sometimes you just you have a base hit. Yeah. Mm. You you don't need to try to hit a fucking grand slam or hit a million singles a minute. Mm. Sometimes you just have like a nice like good mid joke mm. that you set up over a few minutes and it sets up it gets you out of that part of the that act yeah. and you can go it, like it's like damn this is why they were the best yeah. yeah this is why fucking this is why like you know jerry can buy all those settlements yeah 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 and, and this is why yeah you don't always need that joke loud you can sometimes you can just have a bit of that joke mids you know you're not too you're not too high you're just enjoying it you're just yeah. vibing you don't need a joke super hearing well no. No, i i really think that yeah, because think it's right. like that there's there's something to the idea that you can just sort of max yourself out. Mm. And if everything is supposed to be, if everything is just you're winding up huge, mm. trying to knock it out, it does take a lot of out of you. Like everyone's known a person who's like not really that funny, but is constantly fucking telling jokes. Uh-huh. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, we all and know that like, person. It, <laughs> I'm not looking at you, exhausting. Milo. It's not you. That's, that's not who I mean. <laughs> But it's like it is like exhausting. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're you're supposed to play along with them constantly. If you're playing along for a big fucking wind up, it's like there's a unique bad feeling that watching like really shitty comedy gives you. Mm. That shitty drama doesn't give mm. you. Mm. And that feeling is exhaustion. Yeah. And having like a lot of like a, a few like huge home run hits in like over the course of 22 minutes or so, but like scattered throughout are a bunch of like really solid base hits like that it's like damn no yeah no wonder you can watch like fucking 12 hours of this if you had to mm. absolutely yeah There's trying a- to do the clockwork orange thing on someone with seinfeld and it just doesn't work they're like this so is just yeah. like, you know what? i actually really i'm really enjoying this it's a great it's great like i'm gonna watch all like <laughs> seven seasons and then i'm gonna go out and continue murdering people arbitrarily because this has done nothing to me that's right. Yeah. Uh, there's a um, there's an amazing bit just like just uh, off the back of mm. um, what Felix said there. Um, there's an amazing bit in a novel by Barbara Pym about how much uh. of a nightmare it must have been to 
to know and be friends with Oscar Wilde and how everyone around him must have just been like really just like tense and anxious all the time waiting for him to say something witty. And I mm. think that's the same thing. No, like everyone's met someone like Oscar Wilde, even someone who is funny, but like can't like get it together to like there's there are people like that who are incredibly quick and like, yeah, witty, I guess. But you you realize that every time you talk to them, they're just staring at you for you to be done talking so they can do their bullshit. Yeah. That's not cool. You don't want to hang out with that no, person. They suck. Yeah. Anyway. Love being a podcaster. Psychoanalysis um, corner. Yeah. And then George is talking about um, this dream he had where he's doing stand-up comedy on a cliff and the crowd are throwing the comics off. And then Jerry says, I think I've played that gig. And I've related to this harder than almost anything else <laughs> in Seinfeld. That is like a gig that every comedian has played. There's like sort of reminiscent in vibes of the of the gig that you were referencing the other day with the promoter who famously offered one act a prostitute in lieu of payment. <laughs> Um, he said he didn't have the twenty quid, but he did have a comedy. Com- yeah, comedy promoters are awesome. That's yeah. So we talk, we, talk, we talk about comedy promoters a lot on this show. I, yeah. like, I, I like the idea that there's like there is like this kind mm. of whole branch of fake taxi, but it's just like fake comedy. Fake comedy. It is kind of fake comedy because there aren't many jokes. Yeah. The, you know, when you're a bad promoter, like it's a bad night. Like there aren't. There's not really much comedy going on, and then the money is also fake. Yeah. Um. We've sp- we spoke with Alex Patak about the guy who uh uh didn't know what a joke was, but was a comedy promoter, and like he was analyzing our jokes and telling us that like he's like no, but that doesn't make sense because that's like not what you expect the end of the sentence to be, and it's like no, that's what a joke. <laughs> that's is. what a joke is. That's literally <laughs> otherwise that's just a sentence. <laughs> that's just pro. I don't get this. You you're pretending to be a morally worse and dumber version of yourself. Yeah. Wait, you're leaving out some information here from that. You're presenting yeah. a straw man <laughs> of this situation. If you had included that information from the off, then I wouldn't have been so surprised at the end of the sentence. Mm. I don't so think you your girlfriend include... really sounds like that. <laughs> yeah. You're just wearing a tea towel on your head. That's not what women look like at all. Um, I'm sorry. A oh, that's like the fucking all the Instagram comedians who I hate. Oh, whenever oh, they're yeah, being when their mum or their girlfriend, they, they, they just put, put a tea towel on their head. head. Yeah, no, I've never known what that's supposed <laughs> to be. My mum, who's a Saudi prince, um, is look. Always... Some people's mums are Saudi princes. And I, thank you I don't want to erase those people. Um, so Jerry's milf neighbor comes and knocks on his door in the night, and she says that her boyfriend has tried to kill himself with pills because he was very upset. You missed out an important bit. The dream is also about the neighbor who who George hasn't seen for ages. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Um, And so then uh, he helps the MILF take this man who's called Martin to hospital. And then she's saying like, oh, yeah, he doesn't like you. He really hates that Drake's coffee cake. And then she's like, do you think about me? I've thought about you many times. And then she starts shouting, I wish he was dead. Why don't we just unplug him? Kiss me right here. What are you, afraid of an unconscious man? I love the idea of actively disliking someone because they like a cake that you don't like. Mm. Yeah. It- I, I really liked the like main plot, the A plot here, mm. because it's like, you couldn't do this with like modern family. Because yeah. it's like, if, they're, if they have a suicide storyline, it's like a two episode arc where like, you know, the mm. message is like, guys, depression is so important. Yeah. 
you know, like, we're, oh, we're going to find out, like, Ed o, the Ed O'Neill character, like, tried to kill himself when he was, like, 20. And he goes <laughs> in some big, the big speech that's, like, made for YouTube, yeah. made for, like, people to repost it and shit. And we're going to put the Logic song at the end and all the, oh, yeah. all the proceeds from this episode. Mm. That we would normally pay Danny Zucker are like going to like a suicide. You know who I blame line. for this? I blame fucking Scrubs. Mm. Yeah, I, Scrubs. I hate Scrubs that was ass. Fucking show. Mm. That show was fucking ass. Yeah, it was like, terrible. I, it was. It did help ruin sitcoms. Yeah. It, it was mm. just like, like I'm just supposed to feel bad for this guy because he's weak. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. So I don't give a he fuck should, about this guy. He doesn't even seem that good of a he doctor. He should toughen up. Yeah. He needs to put yeah, his dog outside the operating theater and just yeah. nut up. There's a definite. Yeah, it was about like it was like about a pussy who's like afraid to fuck a girl who wants to fuck him. Yeah. Mm. And it went on for like 35 years. Yeah. I don't care, man. Yeah. yeah. No, scrub sucks. Yeah, there's a real there's a real rich genre of like incredibly soy American sitcoms. You've got Scrubs, you've got fucking Modern Family, you've got fucking uh, How I Met Your Mother, which I think is one of the biggest offenders. Yeah, um, that one is like, and they're always like the kinds of British people that love these shows are always people that you can immediately avoid. If someone mentions How I Met Your Mother to you in conversation or Modern Family, Modern Family is a well, show. Even being like emotionally invested in the in the romantic storylines and Friends, like that's this is oh. like that. This is the start of it. Yeah, friends. Mm. This is the start yeah, of it. Like, this I- is where it started. This is when they decided yeah. our sitcoms no longer have to be funny; they have to be fucking soap operas. Mm. Well, that's like, yeah, why it that all started with like 30 something. That's yeah. like Ken Olin, the guy who does mm-hmm. This Is Us, which is the most fucking demented, like evil show I've ever fucking <laughs> seen in my life that I've talked extensively about. Ken Olin is like, he's like a great one. Mm. He's like a Lovecraftian great one. He's like an evil ancient god from across the universe mm. who like, he realized like, oh, you don't need to be as good at writing jokes as like Larry David and everyone. Mm. You don't have to be as funny as Larry Charles. You can just like you make like a facsimile of real life and jam all these tragedies and anxieties mm. together and it will push people's buttons in the right way. And commercially, they'll respond the same way they did to Seinfeld and that changed TV forever. Yeah. And so, yeah, you you just have these shows that are constantly like giving characters cancer, mm. or like if it's you know, one of these bullshit sitcoms, always doing like a oh, will they, won't they? Oh, they broke up. Oh, they got back together. And the when you do that, you flatten the characters where they can't ever be in any interpretation like bad people. I can't. I- they can't ever really do anything where you're like, oh, that leaves a permanent mark on how I see them morally. <laughs> But they could they could have an interesting journey as a person. Even it just like that's why this show is good is because like they're all kind of shitty yeah. people. It's mm. like yeah, it's like the opposite of re- relatability fiction. Like yeah. my like my my dad always. Well, this is exactly why I do relate to it because everyone <laughs> in it is shitty people, like me and all my friends. My dad my dad always always says that like he can't he can't stand what he never he was never able to stand watching Friends because he said that it was basically like if they try to like evacuate Seinfeld of its Jewishness and make it like acceptable to Middle America, mm. and that's what you end up with. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, yeah. right on, right on, Dad. Mm. That is a correct analysis. Italian Seinfeld. Yeah, that's right. Mm. That's what that's what that's what yeah, my dad wanted. <laughs> friends of ours. Yeah, it is like it's a remarkably like morally flat mm. and like uninteresting world, and it is like 
you do have to it's like a you know a well-crafted pop song friends where you're yeah. like okay they did like an amazing job mm. like pushing people's buttons here but it's not like i think it's a greater mark of how well the show's written if you have these characters that are like absolutely like shitty mm. for the most part and there are a few good ones and some people have good characteristics mm. here and there like real life but you're not like you're not manipulating people into making these characters that are beyond what any person would be. That's why that's why people respond in such a huge way to Always Sunny. Mm-hmm. They don't know it, but they're like, this is the one of the only things where like, yeah, the, it's a sitcom where the characters are fucking rotten. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, I, think, like. I think Seinfeld does it more successfully because I think in, I think in Always Sunny, they're more cartoonishly awful and they're more, mm. um, and they're more sort of like one note, one characteristic. Yeah. Um, which I, I'm like, I, I love Always Sunny, but it's like that, but like, they're not, they're not really particularly like believable people. Whereas I think, mm. I think the Seinfeld characters are, I think they are all surprised. Even Kramer is a surprisingly rich personality and there's lots of different like there's lots of different like kind of gears and factors kind of working mm. sort of working together I think, I think you're right like always sunny is sort of you're right it's like paced out sort of like a cartoon yeah. which is not a knock on no, it no, no. it's still it's like still, an amazing like, it's still show amazing. it's hilarious but mm. like each of them have their one characteristic and then everything they do yeah. is like responds to that characteristic and in and in Seinfeld that's like that's 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 less so. They have like, mm. a, like they have like a whole mess of characteristics, and then their different storylines respond to like different parts of their character. So like, so like yeah. when, so when, it, so in this episode, when Elaine yeah. starts having a go at the woman for smoking while she's pregnant, that is mm. absolutely a part of uh, Elaine's demented moralization and like nosiness yeah. and and how she like and how she likes to impose her kind of ethical systems on mm. other people. But also that she's just like so fucking hungry that all she can do is th- is talk about how like no one knows if dog food's any good and yeah. gets really worried about the idea of dogs eating bad dog food. Yeah, I mean, some people have tried dog food, haven't they? We know this. Well, I'm sure that's right, but that's not, that's not really the point, is it? Yeah. <laughs> I suppose not. Everyone's, everyone's done it. Fewer people will admit to it, but you are, everyone's curious about it because it's like, what would it taste like if someone made like a meat cereal? <laughs> that's what dog food is yeah. and you're like no, oh no. it's it's so, it's like not for Man, me russians would love that <laughs> meat cereal. i have no yeah. interest in in eating dog food mm. i don't i don't no, care it, what it's it, like i'm a coward i, I wouldn't i don't, try I don't, I don't care what it's like if it no, I've, I've i've done it like two or three times not like an entire bowl but like you know like you're <laughs> an feeding entire a dog bowl is sicko it, shit that's real yeah, like. just like suffering through it man this sucks <laughs> but like my mom started getting this like special dog food for her dog uh, that like, yeah, it doesn't have any grain in it. That's like the big deal behind mm. it. And it's like, well, I mean, like I tried dog food in 2002 before the technology was advanced and mm. that wasn't good. Is this any different? Tastes the same to me. Probably tastes a little different to a dog. Yeah. There you go. But I was, I was curious, you know, like a cat is too different from me. I'm like. I know we're on a totally different wavelength of what we think is cool to eat, but mm. like a dog, I mean, dogs want to eat bread. Mm. So you know? cats. They're on the same. Cats eat weird zip- shit. My old cat yeah. used to like used to used to drink coffee. Mm. And for a- that's bizarre. Don't even, don't don't even talk to me before <laughs> I've had my coffee. Well, for ages we thought it was because it was because um, he liked the milk, but then uh. we clocked that he was doing it in black coffee. He was drinking. Yeah. black coffee out of people's cups as well milk he just is liked bad it. for cats as well yeah yeah he just liked it right but i'm gonna i'm gonna my friend 
I'm going to push this forward here. Okay. Um, conscious of conscious of time. We've done the thing again. Um, so Jerry gets confronted by Kramer because he's he's telling the MILF story and that how he didn't kiss her in the hospital room. And Kramer's like, what kind of man are you? There is no coma etiquette. You give them 24 hours and then you take all their stuff. And then Jerry's like, so you wake up from a coma a month later and there's nothing left. And then Kramer's like, nothing. Um, which is interesting. I... Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what that. I don't know how long you have to be in a coma before it becomes acceptable for people to start, you know, we'll start cleaning you out on your stuff. Yeah, because when it comes to your girlfriend or whatever, that's kind of up to them. You don't. You can't really. You can't really put a time limit on that. But no, I disagree. In terms of your stuff, I really. I disagree. If I ever go into a coma, George is staying by my bedside until I come out. Yeah. If you die, he's being buried with you. That's right. Like, a, like a yeah, Egyptian like I'm an slave. Egyptian king, yeah. and he is my slave. That's right. Hmm. I this is the coma. This is a great like. This is probably the episode you would show people to be like, "What is Seinfeld like?" Mm. Because this is this is their formula. If you watch something enough, you can break down the basic formula of any random episode mm. that you. And this is it. It's like there's a social dilemma mm. that's like a varying intensity, but it has a certain floor. The floor is like you know you know stealing someone's coat yeah and the ceiling is like coma or like killing a guy <laughs> and the it's it, the the meat of the episode is figuring out the etiquette around this weird problem mm. and the joke is usually like that either Kramer, kramer jerry seinfeld or, or elaine that they're that they go so far out the bounds of what would be acceptable mm. it's like yeah if a guy was in a coma for like two a year or two years it's like yeah you could probably like date his girl for like if they were breaking up what i guess right but if it's like if kramer's like instantly no you can take everything <laughs> <laughs> like, that's i mean and it is really it is really incredible how they mm. were able to do this for so long because you look at most sitcoms uh, if you watch like Two and a Half Men or any of that bullshit, it's like they're just taking like normal, th- like, oh, when can you date a guy's ex, fellas? They're like Eric Alper quote tweet prompts. Yeah. And they yeah. just like <laughs> slot the shitty characters into that and make them do stuff their characters would do. But with this, they invent something. I mean, usually sort of taken from the lives of like Larry Charles or Seinfeld yeah. or Larry David, but like do show a high degree of creativity. And the joke is like they somehow avoid it being like too repetitive over like the massive run of mm. this series mm. because there's like sort of infinite permutations you can do of this. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. And they and they they are surprisingly interested for a twenty minute sitcom in introducing philosophical problems <laughs> to, the, to the mind yeah. of the viewer. I love the episode yeah. where uh, Jerry is deceived by an all powerful demon uh, into believing that he exists. Yeah. Um that's a particularly good one. Yeah. Um yeah. They should have done a Bloodborne Seinfeld. <laughs> where it's like if you like if you like kill the alien that is like making making an old man live past his natural mm-hmm. lifespan, when can you fuck his doll? Yeah. That he's made a human. What was it we came up with last week? Frank and Seinfeld? When who oh. is who is the who is the monster? Uh, yeah. Who is the, who is the monster and who is the and who is the creator? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, and then that was when Miles told us that Frankenstein was actually very eloquent in the book. Yeah. Um, yeah, more, um, more, more school time. Yeah. 
And so then meanwhile, George has decided to go to a psychic. Elaine goes with him. This is where she admonishes the psychic for smoking while pregnant. Um, she has the coffee cake that George likes, the Drake's coffee cake, and he thinks this is a sign that she's a true psychic. Um, and then she tells George not to take the trip to the Cayman Islands. And then, and this is when Elaine starts kicking off about the smoking thing, and she throws them both out. And George is trying to desperately find out why he shouldn't take the trip to the Cayman Islands. She's not playing ball. Cuts straight into Jerry doing a bit about psychics. Um, I like the idea that like they're all little Jerry's little lab rats living in his comedy maze, and all <laughs> he's doing is he's feeding them to the hungry New York public, who are like, uh, yeah, I like Jerry. Jerry is put it in game design terms. Mm. Jerry is the overworld. Yeah, Jerry is the architect. Mm. So what he needs yeah. them all to do is to Phoebe watch the Matrix <laughs> this week. <laughs> Look. I've never seen the uh, mm. the Matrix two and three, so I've got a mm. lot. I've got a lot of questions about both of them. Yeah, the um, Matrices trilogy. Matrices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he's saying that psychics should be licensed by the state, or they should have to take a driving test blindfolded. Um, well, you know, there's a. This is a. I don't think it exists anymore because I think this guy died. But there was mm. this thing called the uh, the uh, the James Randi Award. The James Randi Award. Yeah, Who was Randy. this? Uh, James Randi was this uh, was this magician. Okay. Um, who, uh, who offered who like who started this foundation and it offered a prize mm-hmm. of like a million dollars if a psychic was willing to be subjected to laboratory conditions and nobody ever <laughs> laboratory conditions like let us let us like fucking load you into the into the uh the brain scanner yeah it's getting like basically like mm. making like a rat's maze but massive and then just sticking the psychic yeah. in it um Find yeah your way out of that uh and he offered like all of these psychics the the chance to mm. to show their abilities in laboratory conditions and, no, and nobody ever took him up on it what a surprise mm. Mm. you would think they would have believed yeah, someone yeah. mad enough to think that they are really a psychic yeah why not Randy was a big deal on sort of like the early aughts internet. Yeah. Because yeah, he was like, if you were generally like aligned with atheism and like skepticism, he was yeah, like, he was a big, he was a cool guy. He was a big, he was a big, like, he was like, a, he was like a big deal on like the skeptic forums. And then like mm-hmm. after like 2008 or whenever it was, uh, everyone from the skeptic forums was just like, how about instead I just like decide to be like a massive racist? Yeah. You become like yeah. a I'll just, like, bacon just, atheist. I'll just get really, really into like, I'll like, I'll, I'll forget about, you know, the kind of the, 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 the kind of the history of, you know, human inquiry and the history of humanism and the history of, 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 of thought and instead I'm just going to decide that I really fucking hate Muslims and that's mm. going to be my entire personality but James Randi didn't do yeah. that as far as I know he just kept on with the uh, psychics mm. are fucking fake and he just kept on with that until he died I think like yeah. only like a couple no, of yeah. years ago I think he died he died he just, really old yeah it was pretty recently yeah. he was a pretty old guy he was yeah he was cool though like he didn't do any of that like bullshit no, 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 and he didn't like he didn't really do like the other like early atheist thing, which was like it's a demonstrate like you have to sort of like play up how smart you are because it shows like, mm. you know, the greatness of humanity versus, you know, the the illusion of re- religion. Whereas Randy was just like, no, I'm going to do some cool magic tricks. It's funny. Like frauds are funny. Yeah. Like that's what his whole act really was, is that like it's funny when someone's a fraud. Yeah, he also he mm. also took the line that like Particularly, like fraud psychics were like preying on 
vulnerable people and taking mm. their money yeah. and they should be like exposed and made a fool of, which is very, very different from I just hate fucking Muslims, which is which seemed to be like what the rest of the skeptic movement decided to. That, yeah, that they was the are kind two of the, quite different They kind of energies. went in like very two different, two very different directions. Um, which is proof you just need to stick to one thing. If you start off with psychics, stick to that. Yeah. Otherwise, you'll go astray. Unless, um, but then what's going to happen is then mm. that's just going to permeate every part of your life and you start yeah. talking about it while you're fucking. Yeah, you don't want that. No. Um, so then we get the MILF at Jerry's apartment. They're having a little snog. Um, and then she's like, what will you do if Martin wakes up? And she's like, you're going to run like a mouse? And he's like, no, I figure I'd probably like run away like the Three Stooges. And then she's like, what are the Three Stooges? And he tries to explain, and then she's like, "Will you show me the Stooges?" He's like, "I'll show you the, the Stooges." I think the bit, I think the bit when she says, "Like, tell me about them, tell me everything," I think was a very well observed. Yeah, I want a milf to ask me about the Three Stooges. Do you? And then for me to go like, "Yeah, I, like, it's like a comedy act from like the the fifties." <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't really alive then. <laughs> but hey, I, we could Google them together. <laughs> me is, and you. Is that what you're gonna do? Don't do that. This is not going to work on the MILF. It's not going to work on the MILF. No, you're going to have to do something. Why don't you know? You're the MILF. You're older than me. You should know about the Stooges. not a MILF. I'm not saying that to you. (laughs) I'm saying that to the imaginary MILF. Yeah, but I don't remember the three Stooges. I'm not saying that you do. I'm saying that this hypothetical MILF maybe does. I'm saying this hypothetical MILF does. No, this is the thing. This is a 1993 MILF. The MILFs Mm. of 2021 are far more polished and far more (laughs) demanding. Yeah. They're like, tell me about Tchaikovsky. Yeah. Well, they became aware of their market value. Yeah. Mm. The MILF became self-aware. Yeah. Stacy's uh, mom and Stifler's mom did a lot for MILF representation. And after that, they really, you know. Well, it's Stifler's mom who. Uh, transformed the market. Who, who brought the term MILF into the mainstream. Yeah, that's right. I'd never heard the term before American Well, pie. I think it was invented by the former American Pie. In fact, I think. They, really? Yeah, I don't think people were saying it before. Was it not a porn term before? No, I think I think it was I think that was the the origin. So there is a not just a a sort of cultural product, but one around which you structure your entire life that comes from the film American Pie, which is a good movie. So actually, when you think about it, and you know what, <laughs> it's one of the few movies that lives up to its title. That Matt he does fuck a pie in that film. Well, that's not and the you, title. And you the can't. title is American Pie. Look, you don't want to, you don't want to make it too obvious. You want it to be like a little fucker. bit illusory. <laughs> pie fucker. <laughs> That's what that they should have the called it. They should have called it pie fucker. <laughs> yeah, the original, the, like the studio working title was pie fucker. Um, that feels like a David Lynch film. What, pie fucker? Yeah, maybe Ken Loach. Um, so anyway, uh, then Jerry doesn't want to be seen walking out of a cab. He, he agrees, but then Newman sees them. So obviously, this is the first time we meet Newman. This is the first time we meet Newman, yeah. Yeah. This is important. This is an important time for you. Jerry. Jerry. Hello, Jerry. Um, So then we cut to George, Jerry, and Elaine at the hospital, because Elaine's getting her ulcer test, her x-ray. And Jerry says to George, promise me if I'm ever in a coma, you put my stuff into storage. The looters are going to come. I think he's worried primarily about Kramer, who, to be fair, he does live next door to, so that makes sense. Um, Kramer shows up. And uh, he says that Newman's upstairs seeing Marden. Uh, George offers Kramer his ticket to the Cayman Islands because he's too afraid to go. Uh, and then we cut to Kramer upstairs trying to get Marden, who's in a coma, to agree to give him his vacuum cleaner because Kramer wants it. And New- Newman's offering him like his carpet cleaner or something. Kramer's like, it's not the same. 
Um, Jerry comes in and Newman says he's going to tell Martin about Jerry. And then Jerry bribes him with a coffee cake, a Drake's coffee cake. Everyone is very addicted to Drake's coffee cakes. Like, what are they putting in these? There's like, they're like heroin in these or something. It's your coffee's cake. Is that, is that a Chekhov's? It is, yeah. Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah, fine. If you show the Chekhov's coffee cake in the first act, it's got to go off in the third act. Yeah. Um, but are these like, because it, 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 yeah, Jerry says he's got a whole box of them at home. Are they like supposed to be hard to get in 19th New York? This is like a rare, this is like the shiny Charizard of uh, foodstuffs. The what? The shiny Charizard? Shiny Charizard. Not the shiny Shaharazan, the shiny Shahada, the rarest card in all of Pokemon. What's a ch- what? What are you talking about? You grew up in the fucking 90s. Come on, don't fuck with me. You know what a fucking shiny Charizard is. I absolutely don't. It was like, it was like the, one of the rarest Pokemon cards. It was like the oh, Pokemon I, card that I, everyone I never wanted. collected Pokemon. Well, neither did I, but I still know what one of those is well, because I grew up in the fucking 90s. I think this might be like a little bit after my time. Uh, it's a micro-generational mm, difference. I think it might be. Um, yeah. Felix, were you, were you a big Pokemon cards guy? Early on, yeah. Mm. I just didn't stay with it. Apparently, a lot of people stayed with it for their entire lives after, though. I didn't entire know that. Entire lives? Big Pokehead. Yeah, kind of. Shit. I can't do that. No. I wasn't even... I wasn't even there are people the still collecting the cards. They're still pretty big. That's an amazing business to be in. It's like creating something like Pokemon cards because you make completely artificial scarcity. Like, oh, this is a shiny one and it's worth loads. And you just create this market in a thing that you just have the power to make. You're basically printing money. I mean, you think that's crazy. CSGO skins. <laughs> there, uh, there's a CSGO skin. Like the rarest AK-47 skin is a... Because the way the patterns are created on the skin is totally randomized. Mm-hmm. And there's a specific pattern you can get with a specific skin on a specific gun. The AK-47 Case Harvind skin. And if there's enough blue on it, it, call, it forms what's called the scar pattern. Mm. And the last one I know of was bought via bank transfer. A $150,000 wire Jesus from Christ. an Emirati to a European collector. Woof. Of course it was an Emirati. Of course. Emiratis and Chinese nationals own the majority of the very expensive skins that are, again, like, they're just, like, you know, little image files that you put over a gun asset. Mm. Phenomenal. Because, yeah, I mean, you feel like, yeah, the Russians, they want the CSGO skin, but they can't afford it, you know. Russians have a few of them. I bet Putin has one. Putin probably has, like, a Doppler 4 butterfly knife, but... Mm. The majority of the big collectors are Chinese and uh, Emiratis or uh, Saudis. The, if you play a game in North America, there's, and you play with like Phil's, like you don't have five people, you often can get uh, like Chinese or Taiwanese students who are in uh, Vancouver mm. on North American servers. And, like, every time I've gotten those guys, they're awesome. Like, they're always fucking... Usually, there'll be, like, one guy who's awesome at the game and one guy who kind of sucks. But the guy that's awesome is, like, amazing at it. And, like, every time I've been with one of those guys, like, five or six times now, they'll always have, like, $20,000 worth of shit on them. Oh, wow. They rock. $20,000 worth of Counter-Strike shit is powerful. The most expensive wall, like, Steam 
uh, inventory in the world is estimated to be like a few million dollars and it's a guy in the UAE. Of course. So in the UAE, you get $150,000 yeah. Steam credit at birth as like a state, you know. Like a state you subsidy. That. That's the oil money. Yeah, mm. that's what it comes into. But it, they want people to be good gamers. They didn't always, they didn't always used to be this much. Mm. Used to, the highest end skins, none of them would really cost as much. But when Tencent started like allowing people to play in China, mm. Chinese players were like, oh, these are sick. And like just started buying tons of skins and cases and it exploded the skin market a few years ago. Mm. So in many ways, the, the Chinese have done the same thing to Counter-Strike they've done to the London property market. Exactly. Yeah. The same thing. Well, they were, they were, <laughs> they were trying to like make skins prohibitively expensive. It was just like, if you have like, for most people when it's like, okay, yeah, like Australia can play now. Okay, mm. that's like a few hundred thousand people, maybe like yeah. low millions. When it's ch- China, like, okay, if like 20% of the games playing market in China yeah. starts playing, <laughs> yeah, that's a shitload of people. Yeah. If they start buying skins, that shit's exploding. It's not their fault, you know, mm. just like they couldn't play it at first and then Tencent like found a way for them to play and yeah, they weren't like, they weren't being like, you know, Oh, f- fuck Americans. We don't want them to be able to yeah. afford a dragon lore. You weren't, you weren't trying to say there was a grand Chinese conspiracy to drive up no. the price of I'm sure. Skins. I'm sure there's like, I'm sure someone will say that. Yeah. I'm sure there is someone. Vagina. But no, it's just like, the, that's uh, what happens. The AK-47 skin, it's very rare. And the Chinese, they've, they've bought all of them, actually. The Americans, you can't get them. And we're going we're gonna to do something about that. We're looking into it. That's when you're all done talking about very how... Strongly. Baron's been playing Counter-Strike. China imposed Peter Andre on us. Yeah, China's driving up the price of Peter Andre. Um, So then George finds the psychic who's in labor in the hospital. He tries to get out of her what's going on in the Cayman Islands, and she's like stuttering because she's in labor. Uh, Elaine is so hungry that she bursts into Marden's room and she eats Newman's coffee cake. The commotion wakes Marden up, and then Newman tells him about... uh, Jerry's infidelity with Newman's wife. Uh, no, not Newman's wife, Martin's wife. Um, it, which I think is Newman's really snaking Jerry there because, I mean, Jerry gave him the cake. It's yeah. not his fault that he can't Newman, control the cake. Newman hates Jerry. Yeah. That, has, yeah. Been, that has been established. Not as much as he loves cake, though. Mm, true. <laughs> Get this. This guy, this he hates Jerry, good, but he's also fat. <laughs> this was a good intro to Newman's yeah, character. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. You will... You will Okay. See Newman again. I'm living. I'm learning. Um, so then, uh, and then that 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 sort of debriefing afterwards, classic end of a Seinfeld episode scene. Uh, uh, Jerry's explaining like you'll never believe that the psychic named the kid Rasputin, or is that George says that to Jerry? Yeah. The other. Um, I love a bit in Seinfeld where the entire joke is like, oh, w- what a coincidence! But it's also just a coincidence that's been very throwaway set up. Yeah. As part of the, there's no real reasoning behind it's good. it. It's, but it's, a, it's, you know, a, it's a fun joke. Yeah, I, it's fun. Yeah. I enjoy that. No, it's like it's not like a massive like walk off. Mm. Um, I think Rasputin is a good name. I'm yeah, throw because it means your child can't be killed by Russian aristocrats. Yeah, and yeah. that's something which that is I'd one be of my main fears. About. Yeah, yeah. I don't want I don't want my child to be able to be poisoned no. by a guy called like you know. Graf Levitsky or whatever. I want my child to be immune to all poisons. Exactly, And to be able yeah. to safe, safely visit Salisbury and see the cathedral without any, any cause to fear. 
Yeah. That's why the Russians use nerve agents, because they're immune. Um, and then uh, Kramer gets back from the Cayman Islands. He's like, I had a great four days. Uh, Sports Illustrated by having a photo shoot there. Played a nude backgammon with Al McPherson. Got stung by jellyfish, but it was fine. Um, Marden and the MILF have moved in together in another building. And uh, Kramer's like, oh, shit, I've got to call Al McPherson back. It doesn't so, make any sense that uh, Martin and the MILF have moved in together. That doesn't make any sense at no, all. No, surely that they'd be. Well, that that's just like a... Like, oh, stupid woman joke. Yeah, it's kind of like a kind <laughs> of, sort of, sort of yeah. that's like kind of the kicker, the kicker in the tail, but it mm. doesn't really make any sense. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. It doesn't but chime like, with what we did, by her character. Those are two like time capsules yeah. because it's like, yeah, I mean, like this guy's like clearly psycho, but mm. the joke here isn't on him. It's like, oh, what, what a stupid woman. Yeah, no, no, that like, is with, yeah, but with, um, also, with like Kramer's occasion, it's like, yeah, it sounds pretty good, but it's played as like mm. George missed out on the opportunity of a lifetime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not like, it, it's like very much for like a time period where you can't just like see tits on your phone. No. Yeah. It's like you see, you have your, you have your few magazines that have some tits in it. Mm. And if you're a real sicko, you like go to the store or you buy movies with tits in it. You're probably yeah. not doing that. So you just like, even as an adult, it's like, damn, I hope I see some nudity on vacation. Yeah, you're relying and that's what on, you're relying on hard years. copy tits. Hard yeah. copy originals. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If that happened if that happened to like my friend, I'd be like, oh, cool. Non-NFT tits. Yeah. Fungible yeah. tits. Fungible with, tits. I want to see fungible tits. Yeah. But it's implied like Kramer's like they thought he was cool. Yeah. yeah. Which is sort of a timeless joke yeah. that it's like mm. the weird guy who like doesn't give a shit kind of. Mm. They'd be like, yeah, this guy's I mean, cool. that is something that is interesting because the uh, because the implication is is that George would have had an identical holiday had he gone on it. But yeah. surely the idea is that the reason that Kramer get like gets to know Elmer Fierce yeah. and the other Sports Illustrated swimsuit models is because he's Kramer. Presumably we're not yeah. supposed to think right. that George would have been able to know, similarly strike up the same friendship. Because is also always crushing pussy. He is, but not in the same way that Kramer is. Kramer has, no. the, Kramer Kramer has a specific... Mm. Well, yeah, Kramer, George has to plot on yeah. it, and Kramer just, like, stumbles yeah. into it. Mm. He's not even Kramer trying. Kramer falls back ass with into pussy. Yeah. yeah. The classic ass to pussy. Yeah. George, when G George does, mm. like, fuck a lot, but it's because he's, like, put together a plan and a strategy. Yeah. Also, we have still no proof that the amount that George fucks isn't a sort of, isn't a kind of fevered projection of his uh, febrile and... Yeah. tortured imagination well they're like doing shutter island on george but yeah. to like make him believe that he gets pussy shut a pussy island shut a pussy island P pussy island yeah whatever yeah, yeah, yeah i'm just i'm spitballing yeah i'm spitballing here crumpet island when elaine is so hungry that she sees yeah. the cake and she just like falls on it yeah um i have a lot of sympathy for this like a couple of years ago um I arranged to meet a friend right at the end of the uh, Yom Kippur fast, mm -hmm. and um, and like I arranged to meet him like literally just like uh, like after, so like I was allowed to like have a drink and stuff. Yeah, and I ordered some like chips or something, and then and I ate them in what I thought was a perfectly normal way for someone who hasn't eaten for twenty six hours. Yeah, and he just went, "I've never seen anything like it. It's like sitting down with a wolf," um, because mm. I just like kind of fallen on this plate of chips oh. and just like 
devoured like them in a really disgusting wolf-like way. Yeah, you've always been a Turkish nationalist, deep down. Shut the hell up. <laughs> Aren't we all in a in a way? But yeah, Turkish so twenty-six hours—that's hard enough. Yeah. Three days, fuck. Three days—that's a long time. That's to a not long eat. time. You'd be seeing through time. Um, then we get a bit. Uh, where uh, Jerry is, I mean, it's a bit you couldn't do now, but it's a bit I do. I respect the effort of going at it. I think this I is, think I think this is like an point. interesting like pivot into like like kind of yeah. dark edge stuff. This is like kind of mm. like watching sort of watching Jerry like inventing Anthony Jeselnik. Yeah, this is the beauty of live stand up, you know, because it's like people try to commit suicide and then they don't try again. Why not? Their life's even worse now because they've just found out one more thing they suck at. He's like, you know, this is this is the problem. This is why they end up killing themselves in the first place because they give up too easy. That's what's wrong with their life. Um, and I was like, yeah, this is a good bit. This is like a tightly constructed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which is unusual because usually Seinfeld's bits are quite confused. They're quite mm. like Jerry is like baffled by something which most people aren't even thinking about. Um, and he's kind of like stumbling through a kind of like fog like fear and loathing in las vegas trying to understand something like you know a phone box or yeah. whatever or engaged in this sort of strange reportage whereas this is like a real like yeah this is a Jerry's solid stand-up philosophical bit. Yeah. here but he he again he veer he veers away from the uh proto jesselnik stuff and returns to his documenting the uh mm. the sickness of the carbon-based life forms for for the aliens back home yeah Proto Jesselnik is like the theoretical shared language that all comedians have <laughs> that's now been lost. Um, Very good. There you go. That's me. That's what a classics degree will do for you. I know that you also have a classics degree. Yeah. yeah. It's, and it, it's why this, this podcast is, what, uh, is so fucking bad. Uh, this, is what I, this is what I fucking use it for. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. For this. All right. Well, um, that's a fucking episode of Seinfeld right there. Seinfeld. That's what we've done. Um, it's a great episode. I really like it. It's a fun it. episode. I really yeah. like it. I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. I like the Mediter- Mediterranean yeah. MILF. I think she's a good character. I think it's a shame we never see her again. Yeah. I wanted more from the Mediterranean MILF. I, I, I wanted more from Elaine. Elaine doesn't have a problem. There wasn't again. enough. Elaine. Well, this is always the problem with any plot which involves Jerry striking out about getting pussy is that the undercurrent of it is that he voluntarily broke up yeah. with Elaine. The Ridiculous. hottest woman who has ever lived. Ridiculous. And so it's all already imbued with this sense of kind of absurdity. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Um, well, it remains for us only to thank Felix very much for joining us. Yeah, thank you so much, Felix. My pleasure. Yeah. Is there anything you'd like to plug to the to the many hogs of this show? Um, I actually don't have anything now. <laughs> I'm all out. I'm in between things. Yeah. If you need any medical treatment, you can hit Felix up. Yeah, Contact my doctor, Think Medical. Yeah. If you have any questions about ulcers or anything of that nature. If you need any good pictures of like Russian people who own like badges as pets or something, then go to Felix because mm. he's good for that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I yeah. Um wanna plug uh the account Russian Sable on Instagram. Uh it seems as though uh Umora the Sable's adopted mom is now fostering two other sables. Nice. Pretty fun. Oh, I'd love a sable. Mm. They're my they're favorite. So, I they're love them. so cute. They're so nice. You and the putative subject of the song Santa Baby. Huh? That's um is it Eartha Kit? Is she the original person who sang Santa Baby? Yeah, but I, yeah. Oh, slipper. It's a sable under the tree yeah. for me. She yeah. means a sable coat. 
Yeah, Might but it's like it's a it. killed yeah, sable. Yeah, it's a dead sable, not a live sable. We don't know that she means a dead sable. Yes, she does. She means a coat made out of a dead sable. You're assuming that. All she says is... No. Slip a sable in no, it. Maybe shut, she's just into sables. Shut the hell up. She's not just into sables. Russians, Russians were the only people who were like, no, these can be pets. <laughs> yeah. Well, like they, they did those because like these animal rights people were like, um, you can buy sables back from a fur mm. farm. And they're like, oh yeah, we want to like buy them and rehabilitate them and then put them out in the wild. But then like the sables, like they got too attached to their parent, their adopted parents. And they're like, well, you like have to keep them. And they're like, okay. And they're like, the, the, they'll do things like, they're like really like brave, wily hunters, but like they become so attached to these people that like they'll go on walks and shit. But if they get scared, they climb onto the person's shoulder oh, because they feel safe there. That's, oh, that's so cute. Can I have a sable? Oh. I mean, it's not really up to me. You have to ask George. They're hard to get outside of Russia. Yeah, I, I don't, yeah. I've looked into okay. it. I've really looked into Anything it. Anything goes in Russia. I once, once went to a hookah bar in Russia where they just had a lion behind the counter. Yeah. Just some Chechen guys in their fucking tap out t-shirts and their UFC hats. And they just got a fucking lioness chained up. Like doped up. That's but. awful. See, no, no, no. This yeah. is this, the, bad yeah, for the lion. Like, this, this sounds nice. This sounds charming. No, I think it's actually quite cool for a lion to live in a shisha bar. <laughs> I think actually <laughs> yeah. some Chechen guys and a lion get on pretty well. I think that's pretty cool. Felix, if you need to if you need to find some more uh, some more animal content, I strongly suggest you look up um look up the videos of people who uh who temporarily foster in order to rehabilitate beavers who have been rescued. Oh yeah, I watch a lot of those. And like mm. released out into the wild and they have to take them out to the brook and they could take them on like little swim swim exercises. They're good. It's good shit. I saw one where the beaver was like he was just in a room with a bench mm. and he's like, oh, I know what I can do with this. And he just like builds a dam in the room. Awesome. <laughs> he like, takes like a bench and a few backpacks yeah. and he's like, yeah. Yeah. The, the one that the one that I watched, this woman said that like all of their stuff kept going missing because the beaver kept stealing it to build dams with. Delightful. So great. It is. It is cool. Like the sables do shit like that where it's like sables are big into hiding food in nests mm. and like they'll just like they'll smell something bad in their house and be like, what the fuck? And it turns out the sable has like a stash of rotting apples like behind a dresser. This sounds like me. This is why I like the sound of these creatures. The sable will slip something under the tree for you. Stash of rotting apples. That's nice, isn't it? That is nice. Well, something much to think about if you're considering buying a sable. If you have other money left over, maybe consider subscribing to our Patreon. It's only $3 a month. You get the bonus You can do both. You could do both. both. Yeah. Yeah, if you are a sable, maybe consider subscribing. You could like hide hide the Patreon feed behind the dresser in your parents' house. Uh-huh. Um, They're pretty smart. Yeah, they like they like figure out how like door handles work and shit, which mm. you know took me a while. Yeah, that's probably smarter <laughs> and, than a lot of people that listen to this show. To be honest with you, yeah, yeah, they can do that. They can definitely like get on a computer. Absolutely. Yeah, that's three bucks a month. It's five bucks a month if you also want the additional movie corner episodes we've got one out this month with maddie lipchansky all about uh gone in 60 seconds that's right a film that is longer than it needed to be yes um all right well we will see you either next week on the bonus feed or in two weeks on the free feed see you later bye bye